Okay. All right. So. If you've joined us for this segment, welcome. I don't know. We should come up with a name. Or is it just the talk our shit segment? I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't think we should call it that yeah. as the title when we put it on, like, when we post it. Right. So maybe these can be our wolf bites. Oh. Instead like of making it. it about your food, these can just be our little wolf bites. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not wolf related, usually. No. Almost ever, but sure. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> it's kind of like a real werewolf bite. A real werewolf bite. <laughs> mm-hmm. You either survive them or you die. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that. So they either matter to you or they don't. Mm, yes. And, you know. If they don't, that means you became a werewolf. And if they do, you die. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm No, following. that's terrible. That's terrible logic. <laughs> I was just talking out of my ass, and I, the words were already out of my mouth. So I was like, I'm going to just follow through. Just go with it. I was like, just I'm keep gonna, talking, and maybe you'll get there. I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying these words. <sighs> All right, so <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about that I watched was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm. Mutant Mayhem. That movie has no business being as good as it is. I had a feeling that would be the case. It is just as good as the first Spider-Verse movie. Is it any connection like between like who made it? Like mm. writers, producers? I'm video? sure some of the same animators, but mm. I haven't done any research on it. Because I really, I mean, just looking at the animation, I, I just felt like these people cared. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to make something good, not just... It's jerk. so good. It's And they made it under... Like, I think it's 123 minutes. It is nice. a nice, tight little package. Love that. <laughs> it's so good. I'll need to see that. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stan in any way, but it looks fun. I like them the acceptable amount. Um, I think they're really cool. I obviously loved them as a child. I still play the video games, but... I don't have any of the toys anymore or anything. Um, I really want to read this comic book called The Last Ronin that's all about, it's the future and all of the turtles are dead except for one. Mm. And this turtle uses all of the turtle's weapons. Okay. And fights evil. Which one? Um, That is a mystery. Ah. And I want to say... I can tell you off the pot. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that yeah, might I don't, need it. I don't really care. I didn't think that you cared <laughs> anyway, but I think it's the... It's very obvious to me who it would be based off it being the last one that you would expect it to be because he gets really hardcore. Okay. I don't. I can't even name all of them. Donatello, Donatello Michelangelo, Raphael, and... Leonardo. Leonardo. Oh, yes. Okay. The leader. I, I know. I, I watched the cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah. But mostly, I remember that my cousins were obsessed with Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Like, they went as Ninja Turtles for, like, five years in a row for Halloween. Like, they just wore the same Oh, costume. yeah. Was... I was definitely <laughs> Michelangelo once or twice for Halloween. They just hyperfixated. Like, they did not care about anything but Ninja Turtles. It was... It was the thing to do. <laughs> if you were a little boy and you saw those motherfuckers, it was over. Well, one of my cousins was a little boy, but the other cousin was a girl, and she was equally obsessed. I love it. Well, <laughs> I should say that. If you were a kid, and what the Ninja Turtles were selling is what you were about, it was game over. I just love the lore that 
the same chemical spill that turned the Ninja Turtles into the Ninja Turtles is what turned Daredevil into Daredevil. Yeah, that is a great I love that. little tidbit. <laughs> it's so random. But that explains why he got superpowers even though he got blinded. Yeah. Just whatever chemicals it was turned regular turtles into mutants and gave him sonar. Yep. <laughs> Just, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I watched that. What about you? Um, let's see. I finished season one of The After Party. How was that? It was great. It was funny. Um, can say I did not figure it out. I did not know who the killer was. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how much I was actually trying. Most of the time I just let it go. And if it comes to me, it comes to me. But I did not. I'm trying. I'm watching season two now, but I've caught up to it. So now I have to mm. watch it week by week. And I'm trying this time to figure out who it is before they tell you. But I don't know. So far, I'm still like, I I got nothing. I don't yeah. know. Um, but it's it's really funny still. This season has um, Ken Young, Young, the guy from Community. What's his name? He used to be a doctor. Um, He's on the Hangover. Ken. Ken, I know. Jiong. J e o n g. Yeah. G. Um, I can't remember how you say it, but I know exactly who that you're guy. talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, who's the other lady from Weeds? Not Nancy. Cecilia? Yeah. I know her name. I know that. Oh, man. I know her name. Is she an Elizabeth? Maybe. I know. Totally blanking on it right now. Who you're talking about, too. (laughs) I just looked her up last week because she was in something else. She's in lots of things. She is. And I always get her confused with some other actress, but I'm not going to. But anyway, she's in it. Um, It's got, I mean, still Tiffany Haddish. So the first Mm -hmm. season took place in at a an after party after a high school reunion okay and then one of those characters well two of those characters go follow into season two where they're at uh, a wedding and another death happens and they call tiffany haddish in to help them solve it okay so it's fun oh so it's kind of like uh knives out mm-hmm. but a tv show yeah okay. but every episode is like a different like genre like okay and this season's they've had like a one episode because it's told from a, each a different character's perspective each episode and they have their own different way of telling it so like one the bride tells this her version it's like a regency like pride and prejudice style okay. thing and um another character has like a noir he's a detective kind of thing and then another like one is that. obviously just a wes anderson ripoff yeah. episode it's funny i love all of those so I enjoy that. I recommend that show to anyone who hasn't watched it yet. There's a lot of good stuff on Apple TV. That's what I keep hearing these days. I'm slowly on the verge of pulling the trigger. Yeah. I also started Hijack. Yeah, I've heard great things about that one. I hear about that one a lot. I watched like the first three episodes. And I'll need to catch up on the rest of it because it is very good. Okay. Um, Idris Elba is a like a corporate negotiator. Yeah. It's his job. So it's cool that it's not like your typical, like, oh, he's an off-duty cop mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, he's just in this situation. He has a civilian job that just happens to be well-suited to a hijacking situation. Okay. <laughs> so that's cool. He's Liam neeson it up. Yes. Except isn't Liam Neeson's character a cop or something? Like, Idris Elba has a special set of skills, but they are not violent. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. So, yes, in that regard, he does have a specific set of skills. Yes. They just don't involve fucking people up. No. Nope. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I watched, I've been watching those two things. Okay. And then the other thing that I watched was Theater Camp. I have not seen a trailer for this movie. Oh, I have. I have only seen the title card, and that's it. And randomly, I was trying not to do anything at all last weekend, (laughs) and randomly got invited by some friends that I haven't talked to in months. And Sorry, I got distracted because there's two cats very close to me and I'm not used to it. It's another uh, hallmark of our podcast when one of us gets distracted by a cat. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Hi, Misha. You're so cute. Um, anyway, <laughs> so my friends that I haven't like talked to in forever invited me to go watch theater camp. And I would not have gone, but... I haven't seen them in forever, so I was like, sure. I just hope I like this movie, since I'm actually paying money to go see it, mm-hmm. instead of using my Regal Unlimited. Did you go to the Granted? We did. Yeah. And it was awesome. It That's where I've seen the trailers for it. So, yeah. I thought it looked really funny. I had to move Milo to the ground, because he sounds like he's going to throw up. You probably heard oh, yeah. that. yeah, <laughs> he's totally about to do that. <laughs> but anyway, so, went and saw that. Loved it. It was hilarious. I knew every single character in that movie. I was like, I know that person. I am that person. (laughs) It was so great. And all my friends that I went to go see it with are theater kids. Not theater kids as in they worked with me at the movie theater, but theater kids as in they are those people. Right. Yeah. I just think it's funny. Like if it, I mean, if Ben Platt was made to play any character. I think it's an obnoxious theater camp director. <laughs> yeah, and oh my gosh, it was so perfect. I need to go oh my see god. That. I need to see both of those movies. You should. Um I highly recommend both of them and I think they're movies that are so good <clears throat> that they can be enjoyed by people outside of their target demographic. Sure. Yeah, I have seen one trailer for theater camp that made it look like, okay, this could, this will either be really funny or just miss the mark entirely. But then I saw a follow-up trailer for it when I went to see Barbie for the second time. Okay. And I thought, no, okay, yeah, this is going to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It did not disappoint. Yeah. Not that I had any expectations whatsoever. Mm-hmm. One of my friends even sat down and told me what the plot was about. But I was super distracted, so I was just nodding and agreeing. I kind of wish I could go into more movies with absolutely no idea of what it was going to be. I really enjoy when I do that. Yeah. I think more often than not, movies that I've done that with have been successes to me. Yeah, I think because I think sometimes your expectation can ruin it. True. Even if I'm expecting it to be bad and it's bad, then it was. Mm-hmm. Well, then I was like, I'm right. And if I'm expecting it to be bad, then and it was good. That's always great. Yeah. But, but um, sometimes you can even just go into it expecting it to be a type of movie that it doesn't turn out to be. So yeah, it's just so disappointing. I prefer not to be influenced at all mm-hmm. if I can help it. Yeah. I think the two best examples that I can think of of that is that when I worked at Blockbuster, because that's how old I am, mm-hmm. 
I rented, we would get five free VHS rentals a week. Oh my gosh, I would have gone crazy with that. <laughs> yeah. So I rented Shaun of the Dead. Nice. With absolutely no idea, never heard of it before, no mm. idea what it was. And I remember, I remember to this day watching it home by myself and finishing it and being like, I can't believe there's no one here for me to talk about how great this movie is that I just <laughs> saw. This masterpiece that I've just witnessed. No one is around. Mm-hmm. just me and of course it was i mean it was before social media so i couldn't just go online and talk about how great sean of the dead is oh uh, does <laughs> suck but then the other example that i thought is really funny mm-hmm. was malignant oh i <laughs> love that movie i kept singing its praises uh, you did and people <laughs> would message me and be like this this is weird. I was one of those people. I don't know. And I'm like, just keep watching. As I told everybody, if you can't make it through it, then so be it. But you should really just power through and see how you feel about it. And then <laughs> I don't think a single person ended up being like, that was terrible. Everybody was like, what a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, I definitely remember you saying how great it was. And I started it and I'm like... Has Rashad lost his mind? <laughs> like, what is, this is like the most mediocre horror movie I've ever seen for like the first 20 minutes or yeah. so or whatever, like the first act. And then, oh my God. Ah, yeah. I remember being tense at certain points though. Um, the chase scene. Well, I mean, there were certain aspects that were still, you know, they, it was still a horror. Like even the very beginning where it's just like, seems like a haunted house kind of thing. Yeah. There was stuff that scared me, but then they would, be acting and yeah. I'd be like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> what is this dialogue like yeah but it's such a trippy movie I yeah you gotta embrace it for what it is <laughs> I need to watch that again so do I maybe I'll watch it tonight <laughs> mm. oh and then I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast but I watched the third season of the righteous gemstones ah no I don't think you have I didn't know you watched I... that yeah, I am iffy on Danny McBride comedies, mainly just because it's kind of like Will Ferrell for me. I can't do too much at once mm. of either, but in small doses, they're fine. And The Righteous Gemstones, I just love. John Goodman is great on it. I've heard that it's great. I've never gotten into it. Or I've never, I don't think I've actually tried to watch it. I just felt like from the clips I saw, I was like, this is not for me. That's fair. It's definitely a choice. Like I showed my sister, well, I didn't even show it to my sister-in-law. She just happened to turn the TV on and it was on HBO and the Righteous Gemstones were on. And I was like, oh, this show is so funny. And I was told her a little bit about it. And then she was watching it and she was like, oh, you're right. This is funny. And then it was getting close to a certain part that I knew was coming. And I was like, you're probably going to want to change the channel because you're about to see a dick on the screen. <laughs> and like, you're not. I just know her. And I was like, you're not going to want to see that. And she's like, yeah, you're right. Let me change that. <laughs> That's too much for me. Okay. It doesn't happen often, but there's at least two episodes that are very, very spread out from each other, actually. Like, one's in the first season and the other's in the third season. But, like, yeah, you're going to see it. I don't care about that. I know you don't. I, I'm and I'm assuming it's, like, a comedic context. In or the, not. <laughs> in the third season it is? In the first season, it's kind of... It's just 
it's just, just there. there. It's not even, <laughs> it's funny within the context of the entire situation, but it's not like played to comedic, of, I mean it is, but it's just there. Penises are just kind of funny. Yeah, it's like <laughs> something else is going on in the scene that it's in, and then this dude just like walks by and you see it. It's not even, it's in, it's like a background thing. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> when you watch it happens in the first episode, so if you just watch it. Just really just getting right out there. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny. Um, and the, I will say this third season is my favorite because I don't necessarily like any of these people. Besides yeah. John Goodman. I like him a lot. I, well, I mean, I like his character a lot. Adam Devine's character is the one that I want to like the, the most because I love him. But he's still kind of a shit, too. Um, uh, yeah, I assumed that they were all shits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sister is the absolute fucking worst, Judy. Mm. But she's so funny. She says the most horrible things. <laughs> and then Danny McBride is just like Danny McBride. He's funny. Yeah. But. I feel like Danny McBride is one of those characters or actors or whatever. That's just, they're funny in small doses. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, he's really funny in Tropic Thunder. I like I that I don't, I've, it's been so long since I've seen Tropic Thunder, I don't remember him. Um, and, uh, shit, what's the one, the Armageddon one? In the end, or this is this the is end? This is the end, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think everybody did, though. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've watched, I feel like I've watched other things. Hmm. Oh, speaking of Adam Devine, mm. did you see that comment he made about how nobody makes comedies anymore because Marvel ruined? No. Cinema? Well, now I don't like him anymore. And not because I'm not even because I'm a Marvel stan, which I, I like Marvel. But we all know at this point, if you listen, that I have my critiques. Yeah. Just anybody who makes a blanket statement like that, I'm just like, that's stupid. He did explain it better. <laughs> and I don't think... He meant it maliciously. I think he meant it in the sense that Marvel changed hmm. how people make movies now and how people perceive a successful movie or the potential well, for a successful yeah. movie. And that's how he meant it when he said that Marvel ruined comedies. He didn't mean it that like went out and like nobody mm-hmm. makes comedies anymore it's because Marvel did that. It's just like an unfortunate side effect of Marvel movies coming out because comedies are very low budget yeah. for the most part and studios are like why should I piss away money on this when it's only going to bring in so much money or maybe just break even when I can just pump all of my money into this superhero thing yeah, and it'll bring in it'll I break guess, even if nothing else. I guess what I'm just tired of is just people lazily throwing out Marvel as a yes, placeholder for everything. I agree. There's a difference between that. I think that Adam was one of those people who was actually constructively mm-hmm. criticizing. I just wish that they, I don't know. I, if people even just sub- replace saying Marvel with superhero superheroes movie. or big action blockbusters. Yeah. Because it's not just, I, Marvel is the most successful. Sure. They have been pumping out a lot of stuff and again as we've established i think they should slow down yeah we all do but i mean dc is just mm-hmm. as guilty i mean every franchise has just been franchise galore and everybody just wants like jumanji and like all these like people making 
movies out of theme park rides. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. It's Which I think sometimes, although we've had this conversation before, and you've pretty much figured it out, but with horror movies, they're the only thing that's original these days. Mm. You get original stories. They're not IP-driven. Yeah, you do have things like Insidious that pop up. Yeah. And people, they'll regurgitate something every now and then. But they almost always fail. <laughs> it's true, but then, like, you get original shit like Hereditary. Mm-hmm. It Follows. Um, Megan. Yeah. Things like that that are completely original story. Well, completely. As completely original as you can be telling, like, horror stories. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, stuff like that. Horror always makes money. Terrifier is like the real fucking (laughs) (laughs) miracle child example of like what you can do with an original title in a horror movie. And I think, honestly, I think horror movies are, like horror is just a genre that requires originality to a degree because otherwise it's not scary anymore. (laughs) Like you might laugh at the same kind of joke over and over again, but you're not going to jump or scream or whatever at the same scare over and over and over again which is why i love listening to podcasts about horror movies from people that went to film school Mm. because they just really give me all the behind the scenes and technical things to it and it and they look at horror movies in a much more analytical sense and it's really cool and i'll be like i didn't even think of it that way and it's really neat. And you get to understand... My favorite thing that I've learned is how horror movies reflect the culture of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's... So- and now that I've learned that from podcasts, I see it all the time. I see it in all the movies that come out now. What would you say that current movies are reflecting? Um, There's a lot of strong feminine elements, but it's... Which is so frustrating because... I feel like horror has always had that. Yeah. But I feel like it's a bigger deal now just because of, like, the culture of the world, particularly in the United States. So there's just, like, this big movement to push girl power. And then there's... And it's done well when they just treat it as... Like, horror movies have always treated female power with just, like, a few, like, up-to-date tweaks. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when they make things like the most recent Black Christmas movie, mm. I'm like, one, I wish you hadn't called it Black Christmas because it's not really a Black Christmas movie. But also, but even taking that aside, it's it just really pushes, like, the girl power thing in a way that's almost patronizing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I'm not a woman, so I can't really... Take my opinion on this with a grain of salt because well, I'm I, a man and I, I can't say anything. It. Well, I know that like like in the 80s, like the Dawn of the Dead or whatever hap- being taking place at the mall was like a reflection of rampant consumerism and all that yeah. stuff. I've seen that kind of take. I feel like, you know, and we've talked about there, how many like social media horror movies there are now. Exactly. That's what people are afraid of. <laughs> like yeah. making and- social media making us crazy. And there's also great stories to be found in that, which, because technology wasn't on that level back in the day, nobody's ever told stories like these. They've told, like, similar, but technology is a big thing, and you get to... And it's crazy watching from, like, the early days of it when we had movies like uh, Pulse, 
with mm-hmm. Kristen Bell and things like that. And now it's evolved into things like Cam mm-hmm. and all these like, and found footage, which mm-hmm. the Blair Witch Project like really kicked that off and started this whole wave of like found footage horror movies, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. I always like those because they just feel more visceral. Another example of the, like, feminist thing gone wrong, Run Sweetheart Run. Oh, God. Yeah. Where you get these these horror movies that think they're saying something, and they aren't. And I feel like I'm going to catch heat for that one. (laughs) Well, I agree with you. Yeah. For the record. (laughs) I just really (laughs) feel like... I had a lot of high hopes for that movie, and it ended up being... Not a good one. <laughs> nope. Boring, cliched, stupid. Didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it sucks because I really love the lead actress, mm-hmm. Ella Belinsky or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her, but everything she touches just turns to doo-doo. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Sometimes I have to wonder, like, why some actors who just, they, they're talented. I've seen them prove that they're talented. And they just get nothing but shit work. And I have to wonder, like, is it, are they bad at picking projects? Do they have a bad agent? Yeah. Do they, like, what is the problem? And the worst thing (laughs) is when you see them, you already know you're, you've already got it in your head. Like, oh, this This isn't going to go well. (laughs) Even if they do a great job in it, you're like, "Mm." yeah, that's on my kind of, to bring it back around. That's kind of how I feel about most of the cast of Teen Wolf other than Dylan. Yeah. Like, what is Holland Roden doing? She did um, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Exactly. But, which, <laughs> but I like that movie. But I mean, I'm I know. Yeah, I know. She was in one episode of Lore, and did a really oh, bad. Oh, and then she accent. was on uh, Channel Zero for a season. Mm. But I never watched that show. I just know she was on there. I just don't. I mean, she's a good actress. She's oh, and she was in um. Another movie, it was like, um, it was kind of like Saw's, like No Escape Room or something like that. Yeah. Like, why is that the only thing she can get? I don't get it. Or, well, I apparently she took a, like, a lot of time off to just travel around in a van and do vlogs. So maybe I she's just not trying. Yeah. Maybe I that's mean, it. That maybe she's too. just like, uh, I just want to make some money yeah. so I can live the life I want to live and I don't really care yeah. about being... I don't want to win Oscars um, or whatever. I haven't seen Malia since she was in Unfriended, though, and I love that movie so much. She was, oh, what was she in? She was in that mo- that TV show on Netflix with Kristen Bell that was like a spoof on all those, like, women-driven thrillers. Oh, the, like, one where she's, like, across the Yeah, the street. woman across the, the, the really street long from, title. Yeah. Who knew which, too much or something. Right, which is another one, of the, another example of not knowing what I was getting into, which I should have known from the title because it was so ridiculous, but I started watching it, like, sincerely, like, I yeah. thought this was, like, a genuine murder mystery type thing, and then the more you watch it, like, oh, they're kidding. <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Okay. Um, you just it takes a minute because it is so dry. Yeah. That you're kind of like, is this bad or intentional? <laughs> for, I love it for a while. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, by the end it's definitely like okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, I think we should wrap it up okay. because we are at two hours and seventeen minutes total. 
Total, yes. I know this is going to be cut If you down, listen to both episodes. Removed. But still, we've been talking for a hot minute. And also, yeah, we sure have. I miss my bed. It's time for bed. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you listen to this wolf bite, mm-hmm. we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great night, day, morning, life, weekend. Yep. All, all that, that good, good stuff. stuff. Give us some feedback if you like this new format. Or if you wish we would put it back together in one episode. Yeah. Interact with us if you so desire. But. No, do it. Whether you want to or not. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway. (laughs) Bye. Bye.